Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, the Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the word, pray the word, study the word, proclaim the word, and live the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last week was to choose someone in your family or someone you know and become their unknown special prayer partner. Be specific and obedient in your prayer time. Place this person in the throne of the Lord and watch the healing that will take place. Praise God before your request for healing and praise him afterward. Then get ready to experience God's mighty power. I have been praying for the man that hit me in the automobile accident I was in. It seems to be 
what has been on my mind to continue to pray for him, although I don't know him or know what my prayers for him are doing. Sometimes I pray and wonder if the Lord is doing anything or hearing my prayer because I don't see any results. But I have come to believe that God always hears my prayer and is doing whatever needs to be done for that person by way of my prayers. It seems like praying for someone is not a matter of what I ask for being seen, but my belief in God answering my prayer. I love the scripture, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. Matthew 7, 7 and 8. This is the sixth Sunday in ordinary time. The gospel reading is Mark 1, 40 to 45. And it happens to be on this Valentine's Day, the day we are healed of our leprosy. A reading from the gospel of St. Mark. A leper came to him and kneeling down, begged him and said, if you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him, and said to him, I do will it. Be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then, warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. Then he said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The gospel of the Lord. Let's go into the questions. How did the leper come to Jesus and what did he say? Mark 1, 40. He came kneeling. He said, if you wish, you can make me clean. How did the rich man come to Jesus? Mark 10, 17 says, as he was sitting out on a journey, setting out on a journey, a rich man ran up, knelt down before him and asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He knelt before the Lord. Three, what has God bestowed on Jesus? And at the name of Jesus, what should be done? Philippians 2, 9 and 10 says, because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. That is the name of Jesus, every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth. We must always be in submission to Jesus. His name is above all names. He is the second person of the Trinity. He is God. Four, whose will do we pray to be done on earth as it is in heaven? It's God's will. 
Jesus tells us how to pray in Matthew 6, 9, and 10, saying the Our Father as we know it, this is how you are to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. With what was Jesus moved and what did he do and say, Mark 1, 41, he was moved with pity. And he stretched out his hand, touched him and said to him, I do will it be made clean. Jesus is so caring of us. Six, what happened immediately to the man with leprosy? Mark 1, 42, it left him and he was made clean. Question seven, of what was Jesus aware that went out of him when he healed the woman? And who touched whom? Mark 5, 29, 30 says, immediately her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, who has touched my clothes? I say this when I take communion in the hand. I can now touch Jesus in the Holy Sacrament of the Eucharist. And as I consume him, I am healed. Just as I, just as I believe in the healing power of God's word, I also believe in the healing power of the Eucharist. It is all Jesus, our Lord and Savior. After Jesus healed the leper, how did he warn him and what did he do at once? Mark 1.43, he warned him sternly and he dismissed him. What did Jesus tell the man not to do and what did he tell him to do? Mark 1.44 says, then Jesus said to him, see that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. Read Leviticus 14.1-32 to see what the law prescribed for one afflicted with leprosy. I would suggest you do the first reading in this lesson. It is from Leviticus 13, and then read Leviticus 14, 1 to 32. The word explain, ex explains exactly how we are to act, especially in praying for healing and how we keep from defiling ourselves. It seems like it all comes down to obedience to the word of God and to the church. It is the Holy Spirit working through the church in the sacrament of reconciliation that we find much healing. What did the man do when he went away that made it impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly? Mark 1:45. He publicized the whole matter. It doesn't say he ever did go and get cleansed by the priest. 11. Where did Jesus remain? And from where did the people come? Mark 1, 45. Outside in deserted places and from everywhere they came. For what reason did Jesus withdraw to deserted places? Luke 5, 15 and 16 says, The report about him spread all the more, and great crowds assembled to listen to him and to be cured of their ailments. 
but he would withdraw to deserted places to pray. To pray and talk to his father, our father. He always did what our father told him to do, even to going to the cross. Not easy, but he did and obeyed his father. Why did the large crowds follow Jesus? John 6, 2 says, a large crowd followed him because they saw the signs he was performing on the sick. They saw people being healed and they wanted to be healed too, just like we do today. The personal question, in what way do you go to Jesus and how do you request healing? I go to him now in total submission by saying, not my will, but your will be done. He always answers my prayers, maybe not the way I would like them answered, but I believe with all my heart what Romans 8, 28 says, one of my favorite scriptures. We know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. I love God with all my heart, and I have come to know God's great love for me from reading his word and applying it to my life. Uh, today's, I'm going to go into the um, applica uh, application, no, the commentary, sorry. Today's gospel shows us the healing power of Jesus Christ. When Jesus, when Jewish leaders declared a leper unclean, it meant they were unfit to participate in any kind of religious or social events. The Mosaic law stated that any contact with unclean persons made the leaders unclean also. Some people were so terrified of the lepers that they would throw rocks at them if they came anywhere near them. Jesus not only heals the leper, but also touches him in the process. Jesus knew that the real value of a person is on the inside, not on the outside. A person may be horribly deformed by an accident or a disease, but he or she is no less valuable to God. No person is too disgusting physically, emotionally, or spiritually for Jesus to touch. In reality, we are all lepers because we all have been deformed by the ugliness of sin. But the Lord Jesus Christ has touched us and invited us to be healed forever by accepting him as our Lord and Savior. When you feel repulsed by someone, stop and remember how God feels about that person and about you. Jesus heals today as he did in the gospel. And he heals in union with the church. In today's reading, when a leper was cured, he had to go to the priest to be examined. The healed leper would leave an offering of thanks at the temple. Jesus adhered to these laws by sending the man to the priest. Jesus wants to send us into his community of believers too. He will heal us and then offer us a community in which to grow in faith. We have the church, the sacraments, and the scripture to help us grow in the image of God and become imitators of Christ. We are called to give sight to the blind, 
heal the sick and free the captives. Luke 4, 18. There are many people who suffer from leprosy of the skin, of the skin and of the spirit. We are called through Christ to go forth and make disciples of them. Matthew 28, 19. The application for this week. This week's first reading shows that sin is contagious and deadly. The second reading reveals that good example is the best way to glorify God. The gospel tells us that no one is disgusting to touch and heal. This week, let your example show others how to glorify God and how to heal in Jesus's name. Visit someone in a rest home, hospital, or jail, and let them know that they are of value and that they are loved by God. Maybe you can bring a family member or friend with you when you go. Remember, lepers were victims of loneliness, so pick out someone who is lonely, and God will again heal the leper of today through you. I would suggest you do this with those in your family. We are limited with COVID-19 to go into hospitals or nursing homes or jails, but we can do application with those we live with. St. Mother Teresa always stressed to begin with our families. Funny, something that my granddaughter said to uh, my other granddaughter, she says, I have a, I, um, she came down with COVID-19 and her sister jokingly said to her, unclean, unclean, kind of fits with this, this gospel this week. In a small way, we can compare this disease by the isolation that many are feeling with many that did feel with the leprosy. Let us close this sixth Sunday in ordinary time as we go into Lent next week with prayer. Before I start the prayer, I just want to say that next week is not the seventh Sunday of ordinary time. It is it's the first Sunday of Lent. So let's pray. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for your healing touch on my life. Thank you for always hearing my prayers and telling me and my family and taking me and my family into your loving arms. Thank you for touching us through your word and through the church. We love you, Lord, and desire to be an instrument in your hands for healing. Help us to come to you often for cleansing as we enter into this time of Lent. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. God bless you, and have a wonderful, wonderful week preparing for Lent. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S 
G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.